I think the vigilante needs a better code name than the hood, or the hood guy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. How about Green Arrow? Lame. Hey there, enthusiasts. Welcome back to Hero Talk. I'm your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today, I have Axelon, king of the Let's Play. Axelon, welcome back. It's good to be back. All right. Today's film is, again, not a film because we're doing a show. Uh, we are deciding to look at uh, the CW's Arrow Season 1. So we're looking at Season 1 of Arrow. Maybe Season 2 if we get to it. Uh, we'll just kind of try to stick to Season 1, though, just because... I don't really feel like going too far into this. Um, however, we're, we're going to probably be talking about Season 2 at some point. There are going to be spoilers, and as is the case, we consider everything that has been released to be on the table in fair game, and that basically includes Arrow Season 1, 2, and 3, and The Flash. Um, I think as of the time of this recording, Arrow has not come back for Season 4. Uh, if it has, I'm not aware of it, so you're probably safe on Season 4. Uh, I also haven't seen any of the new Flash, which has come back, so you're safe on that because I haven't watched it yet. And Legends of Tomorrow, has that started yet? Do you know, Axelon? I, I don't think it has, no. All right, so you're pretty safe on Legends of Tomorrow. And Vixen, did you know Vixen was coming out? I did not. Yeah, there's going to be a, a CW show on Vixen, or a, I guess it's a web series, maybe? Oh, web series, huh. Yeah. Like a Netflix web series, or I, I think like on CW.com or whatever. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that might actually already be out. I haven't seen any of that, but I hear uh, I hear all the the usual suspects are in it. All right, so so you're safe on those. So there we go. We set the bounds. You know what we know. You know what we don't know. So we're gonna we're gonna get into it, and we're gonna talk season one of Arrow. Uh, so excellent. Did you watch like any of any of the Arrow stuff that was on Smallville at all? I have not watched Smallville at all. That's that's probably good. You should probably just keep it that way. <laughs> I, I I hear that from time to time. Yeah. It was it was now Smallville. Not that I'm gonna do a hero talk on Smallville, but it was a, a series that started good. Um, and you know when you have the, the character of of Clark Kent and he's like 15 years old and just kind of figuring out for the first time that he's got these powers and he learns for the first time he's from another planet and he's like. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know if I even wanted these powers. I just kind of want to be normal. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all of this stuff. And you know, when he's 15, 16, 17, coming to grips with that, it it, it can be a little, it can be entertaining. Now, a lot of angst because that was a a WB show before it became CW, somewhere in the middle of the run. Well, angst is trademark CW anyway. So. Right. There's there's a certain minimum level of angst every show must have in order to be on the CW mm-hmm. uh, or the WB. This uh, is a fact of life. Yeah. So it's a little angsty. So then, in in the course of the show, like Smallville went on for like ten years, I think. So now you have the, the so now he's graduated high school, then he's in college, then he has graduated college, and he's still like, I don't know what I want to do with these powers. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with my life. I'm, All right, listen, it was cute when you were 15. You're 25 now. Uh, you need to start getting your stuff together, all right? Because I don't know if I want you being the the hero of the world at this point. I think I'd rather have somebody a little more decisive. Does he ever put on the Superman costume? Uh, he does. In Is the, it like the very very end? In the last oh my God. two minutes of the last <laughs> episode, he wears it. However, and I, I need to point this out, um, you only see it in a wide shot, and you never actually physically see him in the suit. You oh, see a, a, a wide shot out. of somebody in the suit, and you see close-ups of the face, but you never actually see him in the suit. Oh, it was total cop-out. Yeah. Now, I didn't... I stopped watching 
I think somewhere around when Supergirl showed up. Now that yeah, you've lost me. I'm done. <laughs> um, and and so the, I only watched the last episode because I'm like, well, let's see if I can catch up with what was going on. And man, a lot of stuff was going on that I did not know about. But I I eventually got caught up because they do try to establish the status quo, even though it was kind of silly. And uh, there, this was a world where there existed a comic book about Superman. But it what? showed him being Clark Kent. Clark Kent. This was all in like there was like this this uh, prologue. That's what they call the one at the end, right? The prologue, or is that the epilogue? The epilogue. The epilogue. I'm sorry, story people. I forgot. Yeah, in the epilogue, they show him like being Superman like seven years after the end of the show when he first puts on the suit. And there's oh. like a comic. It was it was it was kind of dumb. I should point out though that so I think when the show ended, seven years in the future would have put it in like 2016. 2018 ended in 11 i think that sounds right and there was a presidential election because it said like lex luther was elected president 2018 uh-huh. i remember thinking like that's not an election year <laughs> you guys couldn't have just picked five years and made it 2016 I-, I i'll say it right now i'd vote for lex over donald trump <laughs> i'd vote for lex luther over anyone running right now yeah, no, it's 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 not a it's 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 not a thick campaign. But we're not a political show. We're also not talking Smallville. The reason I bring it up is because there was a, a Green Arrow on Smallville, uh, and everyone kind of thought this was sort of going to play off of that guy, like he was getting a spinoff. Uh, but this is its own thing. They they completely restarted the character, and I think that was probably for the best because the, the Smallville. I didn't like the Smallville guy. He was not. He was not. He's not as good as Steve Amell. I actually really like Steve Amell. I, I really like Steve Amell as as uh, the Arrow. Yeah. Right, so, what do you think of Arrow in general? I haven't asked that. Like, in, in overall, do you, do you like Arrow? Overall, I do like Arrow. Um, I do think it's kind of gone down, like from season to season, but it's still overall good. It's still overall. Now, I I, I have to say, um, and and there was a there was a joke about this in season three, but you can't keep ending every season with the city being in dire danger. Yeah, it's just like, are you telling me that every single May a major attack happens in in Starling City? Why why would you why would you do that? It's, why would it's you like stay? Christmas. It's a Starling City tradition. Yeah, I mean, it was I think it was the t- Detective Lance, if I remember correctly, goes it like, was, let me guess, yeah. the city's in danger. Must be May. Yep. Uh, so anyway, so Steve Amell, I c- cannot for the life of me remember anything this guy's been in. And I'm looking at his IMDb page, and I'm just seeing a whole lot of, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, I never saw that. Have you, did you see him from anything beforehand? No, I hadn't. No, I, I mean, just it, it's just a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess good for him for finding his big break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, now he's in a bunch of stuff. He, uh, you know, I didn't know this. He he voiced Green Arrow in the uh, Injustice Gods Among Us game. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, there was a Steve Amell Arrow skin mm-hmm. for the Green Arrow character, and he he yeah. voiced it. I gotta say, I actually uh, really like Arrow in terms of that take on the Green Arrow, like the mm-hmm. the look of the character and like how he. Like anytime they put the arrow skin in something, I'm usually pretty pretty happy about it. I think he voiced arrow the arrow skin in the uh, Lego Batman three. It wouldn't surprise me. Which which I have. I actually do have that. I just um I just haven't watched it. Um and he's also he's actually going to be in the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yes, he's Casey Jones. Casey Jones. I have no problem with that. He could pull off Casey. I think. Yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I thought Steve Amell did a, did a great job with this. Um, the the whole take on Arrow it was it was something different. Now I I I'm of two minds of like on the one hand I say if you have this this character that's established, don't be cute, you know, 
don't try to make, and I said spoilers, everybody, don't try to make Lex Luthor really Lex Luthor Jr. That's been officially released, by the way. What? That was official. Did you not hear that? No, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, there was, WB put out an official announcement earlier this week in kind of a, a PR campaign that the uh, the Lex Luthor in Superman, or Batman v Superman isn't really Lex Luthor, it's Lex Luthor Jr. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, what? that's a thing. That's a thing. I honestly have not heard this. What? Holy cow, I can't, we we're breaking on Hero Talk. I tell Axelon this great news. That's good. What are your feelings on Lex Luthor being Lex Luthor Jr.? Why? Yeah, that was about my call, too. It's like, I, it was, I, I kind of, I went off. I was like, why are you being cute? Why are you just trying to, like, be different? Why can't you just give us Lex Luthor? And then I got Superman. I'm like, so why couldn't you have just given me Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor? Which is what we all wanted in the first place. The real Lex Luthor. Yeah. He he better show up. That better be just, like, some kind of trick they're playing on us. Like, Brian Cranston shows up at the end and be like, I wasn't dead all along. Nah. Oh, it, it would be like saying, "Oh, Batman, that's not Bruce Wayne. That's that's Damian Wayne." Oh, yeah. How stupid would that be? I don't put it past them at this point. But anyway, yeah. So, so we got that going. All right. So we'll see who else do we have on the so, cast here. So what? What? what, what how how are we doing? Like Lex Luthor Jr. What? Oh, so how we're that... talking about all the different the, the different changes that they kind of make. And so, oh, right, right, right. Sorry, so, I, I, I off yeah. track there. Like for example, now we've been calling him Arrow. And I actually, I hear that at some point in the show, he might actually start calling himself Green Arrow. I think season four is when it's rumored that's going to start happening. Yeah, we don't know. All right, so we're just we're just making it up. But um, anyway, he calls himself Arrow. I think at one point, season one, didn't somebody suggest Green Arrow? And he was like, lame. I think so. Yeah, which is... You, you you expect that to happen. Which, but I don't know, like, The Hood, as he was called. Yeah, The Hood and The first, Vigilante I mean, for most of the uh, yeah. the first season. Um, uh, Yeah, it was season two when he finally said, like, I want to be I want to be a symbol. And so he started calling himself the Arrow. Mm-hmm. Although I don't remember him actually ever making that announcement, I'm going to call himself the Arrow. I think he just kind of started calling himself. Uh, somebody went, corrected Lance and said he likes to be called the Arrow now. And I remember thinking, like, I don't think they've actually established that yet. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's comic book logic. It's like, oh, superheroes changed his name. The world now shifts. Yeah, but anyway, so they they do some changes in this, and I and I well, going through the cast, and I was going to talk about Laurel Lance because that's one of the ones we're like, who's this Laurel Lance? Like, isn't Dinah supposed to be in there? And I think it was it was the pilot, right? When they finally like say her full name, yeah, like, Laurel Dinah Lance, and you all get to be like, oh, so she's gonna be Black Canary, yeah. Uh, and so it's played by Katie Cassidy. Uh, another, act, I don't know if this is just because it's it's the WB or sorry the CW, and so I just don't have a lot of overlap with them. But again, I have I have no idea what else she's been in, and I'm I'm looking over this uh, this IMDb page because that's what I do when I can't remember what they've been in, and I'm telling you, I'm coming up totally blank. Yeah, like a lot of people for like Arrow or the Flash, like I look at them like who is that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, for all I know, they've been in like a hundred things. I just, I just haven't seen them. Yeah. I'm just like, who is this? The uh, is it Brandon Ruth? Yeah, every, everyone knew who he was. <laughs> everyone was pretty. And actually, you know who I also knew is uh, we're gonna we're gonna skip ahead. Is uh, I think his name is Manu Bennett. Oh yes, yes. Slade Wilson. I knew him from Spartacus. He played mm-hmm. Crixus. Yes. Uh, and he was also, I think, he played some parts in Xena and, and Hercules. He was in that acting troupe. But Crixus is how I immediately recognized the guy. Who uh, I think he actually he just got arrested too. He did, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what he did. Uh, he he fought Batman in a tank. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fought Batman in a tank. Uh, man, that was disappointing. <laughs> oh, man. What a t- terrible... If you haven't seen the uh, the Let's Play on Enthusiasts where Axelon plays through that chapter, you have to see it. It's The sadness is palpable in his voice. And he's like, that's it? That's That's it? Yeah, because first it's, so, it, it so was, it's great because it was like my internal monologue, but externalized on somebody else. Like, wait, so this is just like the Arkham Knight tank thing. All right. Are you going to blow up the tank and then you're going to fight him? All right. Here it is. Wait, what? Yeah, that's how it went. Yeah, almost verbatim. That's, that's how it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <sighs> so sad. But yeah, so Manu Bennett, who I actually I really, really liked him in Spartacus. Um, I just recently finished Spartacus, so I got to see him again a little bit. Uh, what I was really amazed with how, because in Spartacus, he looks, uh, I mean, he's just cut. And I know Spartacus was a couple of years, but it wasn't that much sooner. I think Spartacus ended the year before Arrow started. But it's just funny how they did were able to make him look older. Yeah. And, all uh, right. So we should, we should probably talk about John Diggle. Now, this is an original character. Yes, yes. Black Driver. Yeah. Uh, so despite racism... Nah, and and they have you know they did expand on the character. I did kind of not like it at the beginning, where it's like a little like kind of making this guy seem like a, like an idiot. But they did eventually <laughs> you know build him up a little bit. I actually I really like John Diggle. Yeah, I think he very rapidly became one of my favorite characters on the show. And I don't know if it's just because like he's the one who's not wearing the mask and he's like actually brings a gun. Have you seen uh, what they have in store for him in terms of a costume? Uh, no, I haven't seen any of uh, the, the costume stuff. Does, is oh, he I, a... I get to break something to Judge Greg here. Oh, okay, what's going on? He has, like, a Magneto helmet. What? Yes, he has, it looks like Magneto's helmet, no joke. Hang on, hang on, hang on, let me, I'm gonna Google, <laughs> for everyone else, I'm gonna Google nice and loud so the microphone picks it up, too. I'm gonna go, John Diggle costume, the, uh, the third recommended search, once you type John Diggle. Here it is, first picture. Oh, come on. No. This is a joke, right? Is it's, this... it's the Magneto helmet. Um, is is this a prank show? Why is he why 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 would he be wearing that? I don't I don't get it. He Yeah, no. I'm not I'm not liking this look. I'm not a fan at all. Yep. There's a lot of fan-made art out here for him. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Is, uh, I just I liked him in the in the leather jacket, you know. Yeah, I really liked him in the old like I'm gonna wear a leather jacket. I got a little earpiece in my ear. How nice is it to actually see a guy with the earpiece in his ear when he's talking yes. to people? No, no invisible earpiece. He's like, no, it, it is there. You see it. He talks into yeah. it. He listens to it. All right. Well, all right. I guess this is a thing that's gonna happen now. <sighs> Man, this the sadness in this episode. This is such a downer <laughs> of an episode. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be this way. So anyway, so he's played by David Ramsey. Uh, I like the character. I, I like the actor. I Now, he's one of these guys. He looks familiar. I know I've seen him in stuff. And I look at his IMDb page, and he's one of these guys who's like has probably been on a bunch of shows I've seen for one episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the thing I can definitely remember putting him in is he was in Con Air. Was he? He was, yes. I can't remember who he played, but once I said Con Air, it kind of went together in my head. Huh. I don't remember him in Con Air. Yeah. I, I don't think he had a big part, but I, I've i seen that movie, sadly, more times than it's really worth seeing. That's what was Nicolas Cage, right? And it sure is. Okay, okay. Put yeah, I don't remember the him. the bunny down. Put the bunny back in the box. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying to think, what else this guy's been in? Ghost Whisperer, I've actually, I think I've seen him in Ghost Whisperer. Um, so he was on an episode of Castle. All right, we're not going to read his whole IMDb page here, but yeah, he's been in stuff that I've seen, so, so good on him. All right, so I think we're... 
We're done. Now, another uh, character... No, actually, do you know, is John Diggle going to be in the comics? Because that's what they usually do in some He already comics. is in the comics. No kidding. They yeah, him them. and Felicity. Him and Felicity. Yeah. No kidding. Good for them. I actually, I also find myself really liking Felicity. Uh, I kind of, I liked her for the first two seasons. Season three started to get, get kind of great. When she started to become the um, the romantic interest, I did find myself not liking her as much. Well, because it's because, once again, it's CW. Therefore, when you are the love interest to the main character, angst. Right. Angst. Yeah, I, I liked, I just like her better, you know, not being the love interest, just kind of being, you know, although, and, and when you ever have, you have characters like this, it just goes to show that, that Hollywood writers don't actually know how computers work. Yeah, yeah, Hollywood hacking. Because mm-hmm. Hollywood hat. Well, first of all, and this I, this drives me nuts. Anytime somebody in like a movie or a TV is using a computer, they are typing furiously. Now, how they really should show somebody using the computer is just slightly moving the mouse around and clicking here and there. But that's not what they show. They it doesn't show... create tension. How can you have a tense scene without you know? And I'm going to demonstrate so that the mic can hear you know madly typing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's how you show the tension that you, they must be really doing a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um again, this is an actress, uh what's her name? Emily Bet Rickards. Rickards? Is that it? No, that's her name. Rickards. Okay. Yep. Um I she hasn't actually been in much of anything. Like I looked at her IMDb page, it's really short and it's nothing that I would have ever in a thousand years watched. So mm. So this is her big break. Um she plays Felicity. Felicity is uh a bottle blonde. Which surprised me. I wonder if Emily Bett Rickards is a bottle blonde. Because they say Felicity's real hair color is black back when she was a goth punk. Yes. And she she decided to switch her look. And basically her, her whole way of being. Because you see her at home in like later seasons. And, and that's... She actually lives by this new persona. Like, isn't that kind of... Doesn't... Does this make her a little bit of a poser? Like, this isn't really her. Uh, I suppose it depends on what your definition of the real quote-unquote Felicity is. Like, is it this, like, clean, mm-hmm. like, spick and span person? Or is it, like, or is it the goth punk? Yeah. Maybe the goth punk was just a phase that she grew up. It could of. be, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, who else have we got? Thea Queen, uh, the, uh, the, the sister, uh, who would eventually go on to become uh, a partner in one of the later seasons. Uh, now, didn't they say at one point, I can't remember, there was some, something about her name was, like, because Mia Dearden was, was speedy in the comic books. In, uh, she thinks she was introduced in uh, a comic book that uh, Kevin Smith wrote. I think it was Arrow Quiver. Look at me dropping my my comic book knowledge. I'm, oh, I'm at the I'm at the end of my Green Arrow comic book knowledge right now. Uh, you, you've already yeah. passed me in Green Arrow comic book knowledge. Well, I I know some stuff. I'm actually I'm actually pretty savvy on on a lot of like because it's DC. I'm a little more savvy on DC. It's just the problem is is after they reset everything at Flashpoint and they started the new Fifty Two, I stopped reading. So I only have old knowledge, and I have no new knowledge. But so Mia Dearden, and I think Dearden ends up being Moira's maiden name. So it kind of makes her name Thea Dearden, and and something like yeah. that. Yeah. There was there's some kind of weird thing they did with the name, and I was gonna bring it up. And the more I'm talking about it out loud, the more I realize I don't care. So so you have that going for you. But anyway, played by I don't know what's her name, Willa Holland. Yes. So we can go ahead and say that's somebody who I've never seen in anything before. I haven't even looked at her IMDb page. I'm just assuming that she's going to... I can't remember her in anything, so... I I think, like like I said before, it's just a blanket statement for me. Like, odds are I have not seen them before, bar one or two exceptions. Yeah. 
All right, so you know what? Let's let's talk about somebody who I actually have seen in something before, and that's uh, John Barrowman. Yes, plays, John Barrowman. Plays Merlin. Uh, now, he was from Zero Dark Thirty. I haven't seen Zero Dark Thirty. It's it's an okay movie. Um, that's I know that's not a glowing recommendation, but I, I'm <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, he was in Zero Dark Thirty. Um, I think what else I've seen him in. I know uh, he's in Doctor Who. Yeah, he's on Doctor Who. Uh, shoot, what else did I see him in? Oh, okay, I can't. I can't even remember. I've I've seen him in something else that I can definitely remember. Uh, I know he's got a credit in The Untouchables, but I, I don't remember who he was. I don't think he was any big. Oh. Oh, Torchwood. He was in Torchwood. Ah, uh, Torchwood, Doctor Who, whatever. Yeah, that's Close right. enough. They're different for me because I didn't watch Doctor Who, just Torchwood. Ah, I see. So I, I'm actually the reverse. Okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so he's he's in this. I recognized him. Now, this is one. This was got kind of weird. They they introduce the Merlin family pretty pretty early on. I don't remember if Malcolm showed up in season one, but Tommy definitely did. Oh, they both did. They both did. And yeah, they... Malcolm was the he was the villain for season oh, one. Oh yeah, not season one. I mean episode one, the the pilot. Oh, I don't know if he was in the pilot, but he he definitely showed up like like the he, next two he, or three he, episodes. Yeah, he later. shows up really early, and then there's this whole episode of like, uh oh, who's the dark archer? Yeah. <laughs> like um. Really? Uh, you know, like, I, I understand yeah. that Merlin's not, like, he's not the Joker or the Penguin or somebody that, you know, guy off the street would recognize, but you didn't even try to hide the fact that it was Malcolm Merlin. Yeah, I mean, I mean even if you if you didn't know, like, just by process of elimination, like, it's probably him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad they didn't try to, like, make that last a couple of episodes. At least it was a reveal at the end of that episode. Yeah. But I definitely just got the, yeah, um... It's it's Malcolm Merlin. I already know who the Dark Archer is. This is not the slightest bit, you know. It's not captivating me. This whole who could it be? Because I know who it is. Like Arkham Knight. Yeah, like Arkham Knight. Oh man. I'm sorry. I keep bringing this up. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Anyway, I was saying stupid Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. Anyway, so I actually so I like the guy as Malcolm Merlin. I find myself liking him as Malcolm Merlin the later seasons. This one where he's the main bad guy, I actually wasn't that big of a fan of him. He was okay. He, I, I agree. He got better uh, mm-hmm. as we get to see him like play around a bit in later seasons. Mm-hmm. But when here and when he's just like, oh, I'm Dark Archer. I will stop the vigilante. I will blow up the city because I'm the Dark Archer. He's like, eh. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't even like a dark, like blow up the city. Like he wanted to uh, something ridiculous. He he wanted it was an earthquake machine. Yeah, and he wanted to like destroy like part of the city. Just just the glades. Like like the hell's kitchen of the of the city, basically. Right. The the narrows, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> the every fictional city needs to have one of these. And yeah, I consider New York City a fictional city, which is in, in the Marvel universe. It it pretty much is. Right. Because I I've physically been to Hell's Kitchen, and it's not like it's portrayed on Daredevil. Uh, which is probably a good thing if you went there. Which is good, yeah. Because otherwise, <laughs> I probably would have been abducted by the mystical Chinese whatevers. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it, the the plan didn't make much sense. I mean, it was it was still kind of along the lines of what all these, you know, oh, we're gonna destroy this section to bring balance and justice, and I can rebuild the yeah, city. And it, it was it was very Kingpinny in, in it, its plan. It, what, honestly, it reminded me of Batman Begins. Yes, yes, so like, it did. they're like, oh, we're going to destroy the city with. This, you know, by hitting the water supply, and I was like, yeah. what? Right, and, and the whole... I, I was really having trouble kind of following what the, the real end game was here, because 
Especially when you find out later, like, the whole League of Assassins, they were actually not behind this little plan. They actually opposed it. They hated it. They, they Yeah, and he got himself in quite a bit of hot water with uh, a Mr. Ra's al Ghul over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to talk... So Roy Harper shows up, uh, played by, by Colton Hayes. I really appreciate they don't make him a junkie, and I really hope they never get into his substance abuse. I thought they were going to go down that route when uh, in Season 2, when he was injected with the, uh, the oh, Mirakuru. Oh, yeah, with the Mirakuru. And he started, like, freaking out. I was like, oh, okay, this is where he becomes a junkie. But he didn't, surprisingly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad they did not go that route, because I was, I was definitely worried about it and because like junkie um junkie speedy is not sorry and i i know roy is speedy and i know they end up calling him arsenal but then i didn't like the arsenal days i liked the red arrow days and then he went super crazy and he got his arm cut off and he hung around with a dead cat yeah the comics okay. comics went a little downhill right before they rebooted everything it's one of those stories where like i'm kind of glad they rebooted everything but instead of being a junkie we got those amazing flips he did like mid fights he does a lot of flips. I I didn't like him at first because he's like he's 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 a pretty boy. The actor himself is, literally is an Abercrombie and Fitch and J.C. Penney and Ralph Lauren model. I did not know that. Yeah, so he looks like one though, so I'm not surprised. He does, and that. they they make uh, one of the characters in the show, uh, Sin, I think her name was. I don't know who plays her, and she's not main cast, so I didn't look her up. But she uh, she she I think she calls him Abercrombie, doesn't she? I don't remember. Yeah, I I know like the, she had some nickname for, it, and I think that was in season two. But then anyway, yeah, he looks like he he's a model, and that's because he is. Um, like, who else can we mention now? Katie Lotz played Sarah Lance, who ends up becoming the Canary, which is kind of weird. Uh, and it, I think is still gonna be like. Yeah, she's like, but she's she, going to be the she's, white canary. Yeah, she's in now. the new show that they've announced, and I remember thinking to myself, but I thought she was dead. But I guess she's not. Um, played by oh, what's her name, Katie Lotz. I said, uh, she was in Mad Men. I think that's about the only thing of note that she's actually been in. So, so that. yeah, uh, if, I guess if you were a fan of Mad Men, you would have seen her. I don't know. Um, I, I actually, I actually kind of liked her. Uh, did you notice? Was she in the pilot? She was. Okay. But she was like she was just um the girl Oliver Queen was had taken on a cruise. Right. Like, she wasn't like important important yet as right. a character. Right. But I didn't know if they actually showed her in the pilot or if in the in the pilot they hadn't thought of that yet and so she was just some somebody else cuz sometimes they play that game. I was I was really curious and if I had cared cuz it's on Netflix and I could have just gone back and watched the pilot again, but uh I don't I don't have time for that noise. I got I got stuff going on in my life. Yep. All right, so uh, now here's a guy I'm going to talk about now. Uh, Colin Donnell plays Tommy Merlin, made-up character, I think. I don't believe Merlin actually had a kid. Uh, I really, really liked this character. I actually found myself, I think I like the actor, and I just kind of, so I found Tommy to be kind of charming. And then they he, kill him off. Yeah, he, he kind of just fits, like, where he was. He did. I really liked him, and then they kill him off. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not going to see this guy I really like ever again. Well, bar the occasional flashback. Yeah, he showed where up. He in looks that... older, of course, than when yeah. he died, but. It, but it's always nice. Aren't, isn't it kind of like a happy day when you see Tommy in a flashback? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping Although, at some point he comes back, maybe. It's, it, I mean, it's possible, because now and they listen, have if, the, if, the pits. If, yeah, if the, the Lazarus pit, if, if, the, uh, if Sarah can come back after getting arrowed in the chest by, uh, by Thea Queen, yes. somehow didn't see, I mean, like, she was trained by the assassin. She's like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, 
You're pointing a bow and arrow at me. Yeah, you shot with a bow and arrow. It's it's not like that was some kind of trick shot or something. You you shot with a bow and arrow. She would have had to have drawn the bone on you, and you can't do something about that. You're in a all right, whatever. All right, it's <laughs> stupid. They but they had to do it so they could get Black Canary, the actual Black Canary, yeah. as so Black actual Canary. Black Canary could be yeah. Black Canary. Yeah. So you you you, you do what you got to do. Um, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Is there anybody else in the cast I really want to talk about? Oh, I guess we should probably talk about Quentin Lance. Yeah, uh, Detective yeah. Lance or Captain Lance. What is he now on the show? Where'd they leave him at? Uh, I don't want to say commissioner. I don't think he's commissioner. I, I want to say captain. I I, I want to say like he's a captain still. Yeah. All right. So I've actually I kind of remember seeing him in in some stuff. So I I looked him up because he's another. He looked so familiar to me. Uh, so he was also on Deadwood. Not very much. Uh, he was on uh, one of the seasons of Twenty Four. Don't ask me which one. Couldn't tell you. He did a stint on ER. Huh. So this is, I mean, this is, like, he does, like, five or six episodes on the show, and then he, I mean, he's been around forever. He was, um, he was on Burn Notice, and I've seen all of Burn Notice more than once, so usually if somebody was on Burn Notice, I'll, I'll recognize him there. Truth be told, I didn't recognize him, but I, after I saw his, 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 uh, credit, then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that episode. He was in that. Uh, he was on White Collar. Which are all USA shows at this point. Um, he voiced Metallo in uh, one of the the DC direct-to-video uh, animated. Really? Yeah, I think hmm. it was uh, Justice League Doom. And oh see. yeah, that one. Yeah, that was. Uh, I didn't like that one. I mean, it, it was adapted off of the um, the, uh, the the comic where Babylon. Just, this is why Batman yeah. is on the Justice League. Right. Yeah. Because he out, he outwits all of them. Basically, that, that was mm-hmm. what the comic was. Yeah. Is answering that question, why is a, no- a normal person with all these right. you know, planet-smashing superheroes? Yeah, so, anyway. Uh, so anyway uh, Moira Queen, I suppose we should probably mention her. I don't know. I didn't really... I don't actually like Moira Queen, and I don't think I really like the actress. And I know that's probably mean, because I don't... Like anyone else, I probably haven't seen her. Oh, I remember who she was. Yeah. She was on NCIS. That's where I remember her from. That does sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. she um she plays uh, Lieutenant Colonel Hollis Mann. Although the fact that she's still Lieutenant Colonel after some eight years is probably not a credit to her military service. Just just saying, in, in eight years you probably should have made Colonel by now. Uh, yeah, Moira Queen. She I didn't really like her, especially once they started revealing the uh, like the dirty shenanigans that she was up to behind the scenes. Yeah, there's they they keep trying to play this off. Like they they try to give us Moira, and then they make us hate her, and then they try to make us like her again, and and make us hate her. And I, first of all, like just just get your head around what you actually want this character to be. All right, v- secret villain, not secret villain, tragic. You know, had no choice. Just figure it out because I'm not I'm not playing along with with any of this that you're doing. Honestly, I don't think they even knew. They were just trying to find something that stuck. Yeah, but and in the it end, just they couldn't decide, so they're just like, "We'll just have Slade kill her." Yeah, it, but it made me not like her, you know. So Slade kills her, and they they give her kind of this bonding, like, "I knew you were Arrow all along." It's like, well, then why'd you shoot him? Yeah, <laughs> you, you forget the whole shooting him part, like, so you didn't really know, did you? Like, you figured it out recently. Yeah, even even Oliver doesn't say like, "Oh, hey, you shot me." So good job, Oliver. Way to way to put it together. That's why he's not a detective, you know. That's Leaves that stuff to Lance, who for a long time could not figure out. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he he actually he did no. He did he did he figure it out, but then Oliver beat the no he beat the polygraph, and, and uh, he had Diggle like show up in the arrow costume, like shoot some arrows at some things. He's like, oh, yep. it's not him. Couldn't possibly be him. Yeah, you can actually get a pop vinyl of Arrow or a Diggle in the Arrow costume, <laughs> just for you collectors out there. Little little hot tip for you: go find that on Amazon. And Amazon, give me money. I just sent people to you. Maybe I don't know. Um, they should sponsor us. So one more thing about um, Moira Queen, Susanna Thompson. As I was just perusing her IMDb page, uh, she played the Borg Queen on Voyager. Did she really? What? She did. I I just recently like finished Voyager for the first time. Oh, how, how did it I, end? Did they, did, the, they the, got home, the right? Parts. Maybe that's why I didn't recognize her. Yeah. I, th- when the Borg started showing up on Voyager, I, I kind of checked out at that point. Like, I, I, was, I tried so hard to get behind Voyager. I really did. And you know what? And I liked Janeway. Um, well, actually, I, d- I don't like Janeway, but <laughs> I like Kate Mulgrew. I really like Kate Mulgrew, and so I was really trying trying to like Janeway. Um because I love Kate Mulgrew, I, I think she's fantastic. I, yeah, I, I just I, I don't I don't know if if it, you see the problem has it can't be Kate Mulgrew because she's great. The problem, the, no, the so, problem was was Voyager. It's like for yeah. for a show that's about a lot of traveling, they didn't go very far. No, and and I think they really needed to stop making her say Chicote. <laughs> I don't know if it was just some kind of gag, but it's like every time she said Chicote, I'm like, just stop making her say that, please. Just stop. I don't want to hear her say Chicote ever again. That no, my right, poor Voyager. All right, so let's let, now let's talk about the whole overarching story here. Now, one of one of the the key story storytelling elements of Arrow that I don't like, it's the uh, it's the Slumdog Millionaire storytelling. Whereas stuff that happened because he was on the island for five years. Oh, you're talking about like the where it switches back and forth. Yeah. Between... So so the flashback yeah. and it's and the Slumdog did the same thing where you you flash back to things that happened previously in your life in this case on the island and it matches up to what you're doing now and just like in Slumdog I can believe that for everything he's doing as Arrow there is probably some example of him being on the island. And having to deal with this issue uh-huh. that could remind him of it. I can buy that. I can buy that there's always going to be a flashback relevant to what he's currently doing. Because he was on the island for five years trying to survive. Or was he? What no, I can't <laughs> buy is the idea that all of these things that happened to him on the island that affect his real life happen in the same chronological order that they've affected him in real life. You know, like, what are the chances that his third year being back from the island as Arrow matches up exactly to the same threats he was trying to fight his third year when he was on the island. Oh, okay, I see I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the fact that, oh, so the Mirakuru's coming up on my second year as Arrow, it also came up on my second year on the island. And like, oh, the uh, Alpha and Omega virus. Those, those uh-huh. I remember dealing with those in my third year on the island in Hong Kong. And, and now it's back. And yeah, now in my third year as Arrow, it's back again. So, I mean, stuff like that. Like, the first season, it wasn't as bad because it was a lot of him trying to survive. Uh-huh. And I actually, I don't mind that they put people on the island with them. I, I really don't because it, it made it a little more interesting and it gave a lot of, it gave backstory to Slade. It did. It built him up for season two. Right. So that when he shows up, it's not just like, oh, who's this guy? But you're like, oh. And then he's hardcore and you realize that he got the Mirakuru. Um, also, 
Slade is not uh, Australian, even though the actor, I think, uh, Manu is, is a Kiwi. He's from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But they said he was Australian spec ops. And that's not like in the comics. In the comics, he was American. I find I like it better. And I even remember when I was playing the Arkham games and he has the American accent. I remember thinking, like, I kind of miss the uh, the Kiwi accent. I, I did as well. Like, like before uh, Arrow, uh, you know, I, I was playing against Deathstroke. I was like, yeah, okay, you know. Typical, you know, American voice, whatever. But then, like, going back and not hearing the uh, Australian slash New Zealand, like, accents. Yeah. I'm like, ah, there's something missing. Yeah, there really is. And I just, I really think they just need to change the character and just make him from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd be, I'm absolutely fine with that. And plus, I'm glad they didn't try to have him do an American accent because I've heard him do that. Listen, (laughs) love the guy, love him on Spartacus. Uh, I, I cannot... No, it just doesn't sound right. So I'm glad they let him keep the accent, and I liked him. I liked all that stuff. Um, there was, I, I thought maybe there was maybe too many people. Like when he starts taking down the, uh, it was the Chinese military, right? Those are the guys that were on the island. Uh, it was, it was no, it was, it was like a terrorist cell or something. Okay. They, they had like Chinese equipment, I think. Right, and then there was uh, his his former partner. I don't know. Does, do you, Who also do you, wore a Deathstroke mask? Yeah, I mean, in the in the first scene of the entire show, you see the death, the other Deathstroke mask, and you're like, oh, Deathstroke was on the island. Yeah, but, you, but it's on a pike. I'm like, holy crap, did he kill him or something? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, oh man, that's where he took his eye. But no, that wasn't where he took his eye. That was something completely different. That was a totally different guy. So that just kind of made it sad. Anyway. Yeah. So this this whole uh, I, I've mentioned before this whole overarching earthquake machine i wasn't really a fan of now i kind of like the idea of the book being like this is the thing that you know this is how i know who to go after because they definitely got a little lost in season two when they didn't have the book to kind of be the motivation because yeah you, you, you it's a good writer's tool in that we don't have to come up with a reason why he's going after these people we've got the reason we wrote yeah. it for him already got the reason they're evil scumbags mm-hmm. you know who caused his boat to sink his father to get killed Got stranded on an island. You know, it's all their fault. He's going after them. Yeah, and it was fine. And then, like, you get some good episodes, like when his mom's name appears on the list, and he's like, "Oh shoot, gotta go after my mom." Then I got shot. Then I had to tell Felicity who he was, and then they set up the Arrow Cave, and I'm still gonna call it the Arrow Cave because that's what it is. Underneath the uh, that nightclub, what's the name of the nightclub? Ah, uh, it's it's some word for green, I think. It's like Verde. Verde, or something. I think, yeah. It's some some analog for green. Yeah, I, I I just remember rolling my eyes. I, it was I was not a fan of of that whole. Oh, it's the nightclub, and oh, it can't go in the basement. Didn't he say it was like flooded or something at one something point? Something like that. Yeah, he he's used several excuses to keep people out. Right, which is or or maybe maybe, and I'm just I'm just making a suggestion for for Arrow is maybe you hide it. Instead of just having it behind a door that you don't want anyone to go by. Like, actually hide it. Actually put it somewhere that will be difficult for somebody to get to. Well, at first, he wasn't there. Like, he, he was, wasn't he in, an, like, a warehouse or something at first? I, I kind of thought that the warehouse was what eventually became the Arrow Cave. I don't know. I'm trying yeah, to think. It was like an it was like an abandoned like yeah. Queen Industries like factory or something. He went somewhere where they had a lot of pegs where he could climb up and down it on a pole. Yeah. Yeah, the salmon ladder. Yep. He that was... hasn't shown up in a while. That has not. The weird thing was when they had um when they had uh, Brandon Routh using it 
<laughs> no, 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 the weird, weird thing was when they had the Flash using it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, was just, he was just like that. supersonic, like all up and down the thing. Yeah, you know, and look, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but the idea that the Arrow could stand up and fight the Flash is kind of silly to me. But it also the, just shows that they're not really doing the Flash right. Anyway, that's a different hero talk. We will talk about about the Flash at some point, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk too much about the Flash right now. We're gonna. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah. So, so the Flash, he's a thing. Um, yeah, I, 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 they showed it a lot. Him using that device. I mean, it was in the opening credits forever. Yes. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think he probably should branch out his workouts. Personally, <laughs> he's skipping leg day. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's 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 always the number one classic mistake: is people skip legs. They only work on the upper body, and then you're not really fast enough in order to keep up with the Black Archer, who's clearly more and more skilled than you are because he didn't skip leg day because he did not skip leg day he also apparently didn't skip the all-you-can-eat buffet but hey that's that's not my call to make that's that's his decision um so there's this whole subplot of of like myra married this other guy i don't remember the guy's name i know he's played by colin salmon and i know colin salmon was from resident evil and i liked resident evil or one of the resident evils um Oh, yeah, he was. He yeah. was. He's been in a couple things. I just can't remember what they were. Mm-hmm. He's. I mean, he's another one of these guys. Uh, he's got a credit on Doctor Who, but I didn't really see that. Um, I, I remember him in Doctor Who. Yeah. He oh, was, now he I know died. where I remember him from. Yeah. Alien versus Predator. Alien. I've I've seen that movie more also more times than it should have. Uh, once was enough for me. Yeah. He does have a credit in Resident Evil, but I remember him from not the first one, so he must have shown up again. I don't know. Anyway, that's 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 enough talking about him. Let's let's talk about I, some other subplots that that occurred in Arrow. Now there's this whole and I I liked the resolution of it, but the introduction of it was kind of silly. So they introduced Deadshot, and they kind of tie him in that he's the guy who shot Diggle's brother, and it's I don't know. There's this. He's, like, supposed to be this really good shot, but then, you know, Oliver just kind of plops him in the eye with an arrow, and that was it. Yeah. And, and of course, he plops him in the eye with the arrow, and so there's not a single person who's relatively familiar with the character who's like, gee, I wonder what they're going to do now because his eye got hit. I wonder if they're going to come up with some kind of patch that he puts over it that he can use to see. You know, and I... Plus, I, plus now you have two villains who he yeah. has, like, shot in the eye. Right, right. And has an eye patch over it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I've I've said this before, and and I I think it was in the uh, the hero talk for the Suicide Squad trailer. I don't like the eye thing, and I like when he takes it off and he doesn't wear it. Um, he's always he was played by the actor's name is Mike Rowe, and we're not talking like dirty job. Somebody's got to do it, Mike Rowe. It's a different actor, Mike Rowe. Uh, he was in Godzilla. That's the only thing that he's been in that I've seen, and he wasn't credited <laughs> in it. He was just some Air Force dude. I, looked at his imdb page oh he must have because I, I don't remember him at all in godzilla oh neither did i not at all um he I, the resolution of the character i thought was pretty good um usually because anything that gives some attention to wounded warrior is probably going to warrant some kind of positive response for me but other than that i just this was a, a character he was in i think two episodes in season one right yeah i think it was two then he, he had a few more appearances in the later seasons yeah i don't know it just didn't do anything for me honestly i just i I didn't like what they did with him. I just liked the resolution of his character. Yeah. Plus, I mean, they killed him off just because now they have to have him in Suicide Squad. Right. You got, you got to get rid of the confusion. Yeah. And, I mean, I get it. Listen, if if your choice is between Michael Rowe and Will Smith, you're going to want Will Smith. But unfortunately, yeah, it's just on name alone. Yeah. But unfortunately, that means that you, you got to get rid of Diggle. And in fact, I don't think we're even going to see the Suicide Squad ever again. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. They kept hinting at, uh, I think, Harley Quinn at some point. Yeah, they did. They um, they had Harley Quinn in it. Now, uh, Tara Strong, who does the voice of, of Harley Quinn in uh, the later Arkham games, mm-hmm. she did the voice of Harley Quinn for her appearance on the show. It was they had a, they had an actress like as as the physical Harley Quinn. But uh-huh. You notice they only showed her from behind, and Tara right. Strong did the voice. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Tara Strong does a, a decent enough job. I don't like her Harley Quinn. Arlene Sorkin, who did it in the animated series, uh, and she was she was Harley Quinn in Arkham Asylum. Uh, she does a better job. Yeah, she does. She's, a better she's job. the original. Too. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm like, I can take Harley Quinn in, in small doses. Right. No, nah, like me too. Like I'm afraid that with the Arkham games and like the Suicide Squad, it's just it's just gonna be like Harley Quinn overdose. I know. It's it's a little now, and part of that is is the character's never really gotten a fair shake because she's always such a secondary to the Joker, and she's got like the weird high pitch voice, but it's always she's so Joker centric that uh-huh. she just dances on my last nerve. Um. All right. So who else? Uh, Ching Na Wei. See, do you see what I did there? I said it, it was China White because. <laughs> They decided to phonetically be racist. Uh, played by Kelly Who. <laughs> now that's a character. I don't even have to say who else she was at because she's actually everyone knows who Kelly Who is. Um, I actually is from the comic books, and for as much as I've read, I had completely forgotten this was a character from the comic books until I was actually looking over an old comic book, and I remember seeing it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I had completely forgotten. But was, Arrow... was the character also phonetically racist in the comic books? Uh, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, um, it was Green Arrow Year One, uh, which I, I read, and it's actually a decent, uh, a, d- a decent, uh, graphic novel, if, if you're out there and picking up graphic novels on my recommendation. And if you are out there picking up graphic novels on my recommendation, there's a Captain Adam one, I think it's called Captain Adam Annihilation. It was a Vertigo book, which is weird, but it's probably one of my favorites of all time. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about now, but... Uh, Shin Na Wei is in it, played by Kelly Hu. Uh, the character is relatively accurate to the comic, as far as I can tell. Um, but, man, they are really playing her up, because she has been a, a central character in uh, several plot lines. Yeah, she has. I mean, I, I don't have much to say about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, she's, she's kind of centric, but at the same time, not. Right. She just keeps showing weird. up over yeah. and over again. I mean, it's not like Malcolm Merlin, who's, you know... Very important in season one and three. Did he show up in season two? Uh, near the end, he did. Because oh, he saved Thea from one of Slade's right, uh, super one of soldiers. The, the Mirakuru guys who were... Would have been more effective if they had been given guns, I think. Yeah, yeah. Guns are a common answer, which is why we don't see them as much. Yeah, we should see them more, though. I mean, that's that's always been kind of the weird thing. Especially in season three when they established that Oliver actually does know how to use a gun. Because in, in the comics, the whole deal is he, he used the bow to survive for so long that he's now just become so adept with it that he's he's just, that's what he uses. And he doesn't know Plus, how to fire. Plus, the comics, like, his, his arsenal yeah. of, of arrows is just so diverse. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he has an arrow for everything. Yeah. We like, did get to see the... USB arrow to shame. Yeah. He, uh, he did get to use the boxing glove arrow. He did. It's kind of a last second thing, but it did happen. It did. Um, now, what I remember specifically of the boxing glove arrow, and I think this was season three when this happened. I don't know. It's hard to keep I think it was it. season three. It might have been season three. Is I, think- I was trying to think, what arrow did he put inside the boxing glove before he fired it? Because if that was just one of his normal arrows, he's still going to shoot the guy in the back of the head with an arrow. That's just going <laughs> to... Uh, it must have been... Maybe, maybe, maybe it was his grapple arrow. Maybe. 
I, I don't. So I don't know. So speaking of, of of shooting people in the head with arrows, and this is something we should probably actually speak to. Uh, season one, uh, Arrow kills a lot of people. Yes, he does. He uh, he does not. I mean, he's all about killing people. Which at the time I was like, I don't know if this is. But I mean, like it makes sense. I mean, you have the bow, you have the arrow. Um, you're not going to just keep trying to shoot people just in the shoulder meat. Yeah. Uh, you know, until season two when he does just keep trying to shoot people in the shoulder meat. Um, well, he does. He does kill that one guy, Count Vertigo. Yeah, in season two, that's he, right. He shoots him in the chest a few times. He's like, "No, nope, you're dead." Yeah, like he straight up kills that guy, and everyone's like, "Oh, the arrow killed again," and then they all forgot about it. And they're like, yeah, oh, no, it no, it's brought up again because then they, they it was a huge deal in season three. Like, he doesn't kill anymore, and yeah, I remember thinking like, "But no, he totally killed that dude after he took his little vow here." It's not. It's kind of more of a guideline than a hard, fast rule at this point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he killed a lot. I, I, To be honest, I kind of liked it better when he did kill people. Right. I mean, like, I get that they, they want to move away from that because they want to make it more superhero-ish mm-hmm. and less, less you know, Punisher-style vigilante. But it, it made more sense when he was killing people. Yeah. I mean, now, and I haven't really been paying too much attention, admittedly. Is Diggle still killing people? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Oh, yes. And not uh, good that I like three, that people are dying. They kind of yeah, skip but... ahead a little bit. Yeah. Like when they're raiding mm-hmm. the, the League of Assassins. Yeah, and Oliver's just like shooting them in the shoulder. Diggle's just—he has a rifle. He's just shooting them down. Right. Well, it would make sense because Diggle shows up with a gun, and I'm like, we're not yeah. going to try to play like he's capping everyone in the knee because that's impossible. You can't actually do that. Not even John Diggle can do that. So yeah, so he ends up he he gives up the murder I think because because Tommy was really upset when he found out because he murdered people. Uh huh. And this is it's it's really hard to get me in on this because they try to play the whole like he doesn't kill, and they're like, well he killed a lot of people like oh he doesn't kill anymore. It's like okay, but it was still illegal to kill all those people like that's still murder. He yeah. still wanted like the police we've given him a full pardon like he killed like sixty some people. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. Okay, so it's a vigilante. It's also a serial killer. Like that's a lot of people to just forgive. And then, and you see that this happened more than once. And the character's like, he's a murderer. And you're like, he hasn't killed anyone in years. Yeah, um, yeah that, that makes it okay. Yeah, that's not. That doesn't make it better. It's been two years since he killed someone. It's good. Yeah, like they, they it happened. Uh, third season and in the Flash, they both brought it up. Like, well, he doesn't kill people anymore. Like, well, it, it doesn't make it okay that he killed people before. Like, you know, he still has to answer for those, and he never does. And it really kind of makes me wish they either stuck with, well, you know, what he's a vigilante and a murderer, and he can't work with the cops because he's, you know, taking out the trash, or just give him the Batman vow and make it something that happened on the island. I don't care. But when when you don't really when you don't really address that, you always kind of have this whole. I don't kill anymore, and that's why it's okay that I killed before, and you should just forgive me. And well, you know, I mean, Roy accidentally killed a cop when he was high on Mirakuru, and that oh, he was him. like distraught about that for like half the season. Yeah, it bothered him. It really did. He's like, I can't believe I took a life, and you know, Eros that wasn't like, even his fault. Yeah, and that was totally not his fault. And 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 you know, Oliver's like, oh, that's killing a cop. That's that's a Tuesday back in the old days. No, yeah, last year when I was killing people. That's a fraction of what I got in a week. Yeah. So that was, that was always kind of a little odd. All right. So we need to at least talk about this because we've been going on for a while. So we, we're, we're, we're touching on the hour mark here. So we need to discuss the, the final resolution of, of this whole season. So we get the, the, the doomsday machine, the undertaking, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it finally happens, and you get like the whole city coming apart in the Narrows or the Glades or Hell's Kitchen or wherever. And so they kill Tommy, and he gets trapped under debris. And because Laurel didn't want to leave her, whatever she called her little 
her little like lawyer space or whatever. Yeah, her her you know, man, talk about more shades of Daredevil. She was like this lawyer for the the downtrodden mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I didn't I didn't really I haven't had a firm grasp over what kind of law Laurel practices because she ends up getting hired by the district attorney's office. Yeah, after being a defense attorney and yeah and i'm again i don't know how lawyering works like i don't i have no idea but i know it's very specific and i don't think the kind of lawyering she was doing at cnri i just looked it up is is the same wow yeah kind of lawyering that you do as a as a da and i also don't think that that dinah lance was a lawyer in the comic books i want to say she ran a flower shop I don't know her backstory, actually, outside of the whole canary yeah. thing. I want to say a flower shop, um, and then and then I don't know. And then I think she just started working for Oracle full-time, and Oracle has a lot of money somehow. So oh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yep. It all comes back to Batman. It does. It does. Uh, so, little weird that this Arrow's not going to be in the movies, um, but man, I'd love to see Batman show up in Arrow. <sighs> well, the, the problem with Batman and Arrow... At least in my opinion, mm-hmm. is that the way like the show is kind of set up now? This is kind of like the the B team of Batman. Yeah, you know, like it's kind of, it's it, he's he, they're both like millionaires, or or at least one of them still is. I know yeah. Oliver kind of went bankrupt recently, right? Something, but um, they're both like millionaires. They have like a Playboy persona on the outside when at night they're scrambling across rooftops, beating criminals with their bare hands or shooting them with arrows. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's, it's, there's lots of similarities between the two. They both have a hidden cave slash room yeah. underneath something, you know, it's... I mean, it's it, Grant, everything that Arrow does is not as good as Batman would have done it. But that's how it is in the comics, too. It so. is. He's always kind of like second fiddle. Right. I mean, even, I think in the, in the 60s, it got really, 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 like, blatant. Like, there was an Arrow car and an aeroplane. <laughs> they, they they make fun of that in uh, the Brave and the Bold, and they have, they have Batman and Green Arrow team up. Yeah, like like they they talk about how they each do everything, and then Batman's like, "Gee, I remember that when all I did was take care of a city before I went on to you know fight galactic emperors and stuff. <laughs> Those were the days." Yeah, no, oh, poor Green Arrow. You know who we haven't talked about, and I think probably speaks to how little her character mattered is Huntress. <laughs> I forgot about her. I totally forgot about Huntress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she she was there. For like she was few there. Episodes. She showed up. She was definitely Helena Bertinelli. They had a romantic thing going. Yeah. And then she got a, a costume, which I I didn't like, and I don't understand why they decided like, oh, so instead of guns, I'm going to give you crossbows. But you still kill. Like you 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 gave her oh oh you gave her a weapon with which you could yeah. What did you, you gave her she... an it, it's an inferior weapon overall. Yeah. It's wrist mounted. You know. It's mm-hmm. like what how. How, how did you come up with this wrist-mounted crossbow costume? It was, yeah, it was, I don't know, not as good. I don't I don't like Huntress as a character in general. Like, I've just never really liked her, and so I don't like that she was here. Um, but And, and again, it's just another cheap Batman runoff that we've given. I suppose yeah. I should give a shout-out to the actress, just in case her mom's listening. Uh, Jessica <laughs> de... Oh, shoot. Well, it's not a hero talk, I guess, if I don't screw up a name. Jessica de... Close the, enough. Sure. Sorry, Jessica. Uh, didn't like your character. Um, I haven't seen her in anything else. I'm not even going to look to see if she's been in anything else because I didn't like Huntress. All right, so that's... There we go. Um, so yeah, so season one, and, and wrapped up in total before we get into the, the, the favorite parts, what did you just think of season one of Arrow? Uh, overall, I liked it. The The flashbacks had the most relevance in season one. Mm-hmm. Also season two, but yeah. season one, I think it mattered the most. Uh, I liked that Arrow still killed people mm-hmm. back in this season. It just made sense. Right. 
You know, he wasn't coming up with, you know, ridiculous ways of taking out. He just shot them with a metal arrow, regular arrow. Yeah. That's it. They were gone. Unless they're a villain, in which case they magically survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, uh, I liked it. Stephen Amell, I think, is really what carried this show up until uh, Manu Bennett showed up and helped him carry the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> On those massive mm. New Zealand shoulders of his. He's a large man. He is. He, he perfect, perfectly cast, by the way. I, I loved him in this. I, uh... I remember specifically, I was having a conversation with Nick and uh, trying to tell him, like, about Arrow. And he asked, like, so is Deathstroke in it? And I said, yeah. And I said, oh, it's Manny Bennett. You need to look this guy up. And he looks at him. And he's like, oh, I can see that. Yeah, I yeah. See- he's just one of those. You look at him. He's like, yeah, I yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, I think I think it's good. Uh, even though it's very Batman light, mm-hmm. uh, I do think they have kind of, like, brought Green Arrow into, like, the... The popular view. I, I, I can't I don't know what the term is, but you know they, they brought him up in public awareness. Yes, That's what it is. Yeah, public he, awareness. He's, he's in the mainstream consciousness now. There, yes. there was I think three years ago. Uh, if you said Green Arrow, unless somebody was a Smallville fan, they wouldn't know who it was. Now, I mean, and this show is pretty popular. People know who Green Arrow is, or they know who Arrow is. I should say. Although I have to say, ever since this show came out, I find myself seeing Green Arrow less and Arrow more. I, I've done the same thing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Which is, it's going to be odd if they ever do have him call himself Green Arrow, because I'm just going to be like, no. <laughs> I really hope they don't. I sin- sincerely hope they don't, because I just want to keep saying Arrow, because I like it better. Uh, it's it's simpler. It's more elegant. It right. Fits. Exactly. There's no reason to have a, a qualifier on that. Like, unless there's a black arrow running around. Um, And I'm even okay if, like, if somebody ends up being called Red Arrow, because you have Arrow, so somebody doing the same thing wearing red would be Red Arrow. Right. Um, well, spe- I guess technically there was a black arrow, technically. Yeah. Although, spe- speaking of Red Arrow, I thought it was kind of funny when uh, Detective Lance was able to figure out who, who Arsenal was, simply because, like, you hung around with Arrow a lot and you wear red hoodies. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you wear color-coded clothing like a Power Ranger, you know? E- exactly. You know. Did you ever see that episode of Power Rangers when Tommy became the Black Ranger? And he's like, well, shoot, I gotta... He actually said, I need to go buy black clothes. I've seen that clip, yes. Yeah. I've only ever seen the clip because... Uh, Power Rangers is, by and large, unwatchable. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I know there are still Power Ranger fans out there. And I'm sorry, but, I mean, it is it is unwatchable. I it was A lot of it's on Netflix, and I tried. I honestly tried to go back and watch it, and I could not do it. Uh, especially after the Green Ranger left. Nope. Couldn't do it. Oh, he was, like, the coolest one. Then he's, then he's gone. It's he, like, ah. Yeah. So sad. Anyway. Uh, uh, all right, we're we're. I'm not talking about the Power Rangers. Maybe hero talk. Maybe another time. All right. So in general, I thought season one of Arrow. I th- I mean, it was good. It, I mean, it obviously got me interested. It was. I I caught it on Netflix. I didn't watch this when it was actually live. Um, I didn't catch up until after season two, and then I watched season three as as it was being released. Um, that's what I did. So I, I was able to kind of shotgun the thing. Uh, it kept me entertained. I think uh, I was. I appreciated more the the stuff in the flashbacks than I did the stuff when he was actually Arrow. I do like that he was killing people, and um, I, I, I guess I. I like the new characters. I like Felicity and, and and I like Diggle. I really like Felicity and Diggle. In fact, I think maybe I would like a spinoff of just Felicity and Diggle doing stuff, but uh, that's never going to happen. Oh no! Uh, I don't like that Diggle's wearing a costume now. I think that's stupid, and I'm going to say that for every hero talk on Arrow. That's stupid. He should not be wearing a costume. He should just be being Diggle. If you're going to put him in a costume, looks like X Men's Magneto. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it really does. It really does. I cannot believe how horrible that looks. You know what? If you want to give him a costume, you just have him get a Green Lantern ring. I'd be okay with that. Oh, you for the uh, the John Stewart yeah. Green Lantern. I mean, okay we're changing yeah. people's names left and right. You know, Mira Dearden is Thea, Thea Queen, and it's Laurel Lance instead of Dinah Lance. I mean, we we we're doing. We got Nissa Al Ghul instead of Talia Al Ghul. He's got the the military background and everything. It works. Yeah, it works. Give him the give him the ring. I don't know. I hope I didn't just spoil something. I'm sorry, folks. I have no idea if he's going to get the ring. Well, this is a spoiler podcast. There's no need to apologize. Right, but we, it's not re- officially released. It's not on the table in Fair Game. Mm. So, so let me just point it out. I don't know anything. Maybe he gets the ring, maybe he doesn't. I just want him to. So if it happens, uh, I called it, but I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. All right, so let's let's talk. What was your what was your favorite part of Season 1 of Arrow? Uh, my favorite part of Season 1 was... So they're, they're going to stop the earthquake machine, right? Yeah. And... They get up to, uh, they, I think it was Detective Lance was the one who finds it. Yes. And he shuts it down. And then uh, Merlin was like, oh, oh, no, you shut down my earthquake machine. Too bad I have another one on the other side of the city. And it just keeps going. I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, like, specifically, like, wow, that was that was good planning. Like, yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's it's like he planned for a superhero gang <laughs> to come up and stop like, him, even though it technically didn't didn't exist when he started his plan. It's like just he just case. had a backup and it destroyed that part of the city. It was well, like it's smart. You know what? Because w- wouldn't it be a terrible idea to just have all of your all everything rely on that one? Machine? What if it just didn't work? This was experimental technology. Yeah, yeah. Years of planning, you know, a fortune must have gone into this plan. Yeah. One machine. Just, now it's now it's wasted. just a little but, redundancy. Just makes yes. sense. And, uh, yeah, so I guess what, what's what's my favorite part? Um, you know what I think my favorite part is? Is I like I like uh, Deathstroke training training Oliver in the uh, past. That, that, was, that was a close second for me. Yeah, I really, I really like those parts. I mean, I, I was, I, listen, I, I, I love the, I loved Slade Wilson, and I loved him in this. I liked everything about him. And so when he's training him, and he's just basically, like, whipping him around. Yeah, and making him look like a punk, and you're really you're really getting to see like you know that stroke. I was I was really a big fan of that. So that's that's my easily my favorite part. All right. So even though this is a TV show, and people don't usually score TV shows, and scores in general are stupid and have no place in reviews, we're gonna give this a score. That's just how we roll. That's 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 how it works on Hero Talk. We're gonna score it regardless of everything that I just said. So Axelon, what would you give season one of Arrow? I would give season one of Arrow a solid seven earthquakes out of ten. Seven earthquakes out of ten. All right, so if my season one of Arrow was stuck on an island and needed to burn his father's book in order to survive, he wouldn't have to because he's that good. Sure, oh, yeah, why not? I accept this, okay. I don't know what that means, but that's my score. You, you guys figure it out. My score was a, a little story for you all. All right, so that was that was Hero Talk. That was season one of Arrow. Uh, so I guess we have to do season two and three now. Um, yeah, we yeah, have to. We have to. I know it's for, for Manu Bennett's sake, if nothing else. For Manu Bennett, if for nothing else, because he needs it. Um, and I know some other people are going to want to get in on this now that we've done season one and now that we've kind of broken the mold. Uh, I know Goose was actually a fan of Arrow, and I, I know he wanted to be on tonight, but he couldn't be. And we rolled without him because Hero Talk stops for no man, even if that man is Goose. The hype train stops for no one. That's right. Uh. But anyway, excellent. Hey, thanks for being on Hero Talk with me tonight. Anytime. It's always a pleasure. Always. Yeah, we had a good episode. I actually had a lot of fun doing this one. Um, So for you guys listening out there, if you want to hear more on, on Arrow or if you have something else you want us to review, you can send me an email. That is herotalk at enthusiacs.com. If you want to check out any articles, reviews, or any of Exelon's, how many Let's Plays have you done now? I think it's somewhere like 10,000. Uh, <laughs> 
Something like that, yeah. Many, many Let's Plays, daily updates. And that's that's not an exaggeration. Is It, you, it really is every day, right? Pretty much. I, on, the only time I think I didn't have a daily update was when the PC version of Arkham Knight didn't work. <laughs> so I had no plans. What did you do crap, for that? I, I never found out. Would you just like try to rig it so that it worked with your setup? Or how did well, you get uh, that to work? It turns out I was actually in the midst of building a new PC anyway. Uh-huh. So what I did was I just installed it on the new PC and it ran fine. Huh. Bars, okay. bar, lots of texture pop in, but yeah. Aside from that, it worked. All right, I didn't, I didn't notice too much in terms of of, of visually. A little bit, I think, but I was always kind of wondering if like you you rigged it up on how you got it to to go. I think you mentioned in in one of the let's plays that you you played with the textures and finally got it. Working. I, I did tweak yeah. with the settings a yeah. bit, both in the game and just you know in the in, in my system, my video card stuff like that. But for for the most part, it's just more powerful than my old PC. All right. So anyway, for any of that stuff, you can check out enthusiast.com for uh, the Let's Plays and uh, the other videos, including Vega Goose and Black Dragons. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel, which is Enthusiast. We are also on Twitter, at Enthusiast, and on Facebook. And still, and I will continue to update you on this progress, not on Instagram. Again, not on Instagram. We're not posting pictures of eggs or whatever. I, I, I don't know what they do on Instagram. I... I I is, there, is there a story behind this? Did someone think we were on Instagram? Or? No, I think I just said it once, and then I decided it's ah. going to be a running gag, and I'm going to say it at the end of every Hero Talk, that we're not on Instagram. So, not on Instagram. All right. Uh, on behalf of, of myself and my guest, I just want to thank everyone for joining us, and I encourage you to come right back here for the next Hero Talk. Hero Talk.